Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino in the Super Talk Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Friday Eve. And another chilly one. I thought it was supposed to be 70-something today. Supposedly it's going to get there. Okay. According to the weatherman. Hmm. Sometime this afternoon. We'll see. Well, appreciate uh, you joining us today, 601-879-4395. That would be the C Spire text line if you would care to join in on the conversation. Wow. What a lot of stuff happened overnight, uh, beginning with old Vladimir Putin helping himself into Ukraine, invades the uh, the nation there. Uh, this was uh, he kind of told us he was going to do this. I don't think this is a surprise, but I got to ask, where's Joe Biden? Where is Supposedly he? Supposedly he's going to give a speech around noon noon thirty, so he'll probably get to the podium about one thirty one forty five. Well, I mean, this happened last night. Should he not perhaps have addressed the nation and the world? Is that too much to expect? Given the time of night and his inability to make it past mid-afternoon, it might be too much to expect. And and I believe by not responding rapidly at the time of night, as you described there, it it just kind of lends more credibility, does it not? It certainly puts other people in the driver's seat in a situation where, for the last century, we've been in the driver's seat. That's true. I would agree. If you go to Twitter and search, where's Biden? It's rather entertaining what you get, but those who are just loyalist to the president, let's put it that way, do no wrong. And I'm certainly not saying that doesn't exist on the other side of the aisle as well. Uh, one uh, commenter on the thread of Where's Biden says, He's right here dealing with a crisis that anti-American trader Donald Trump created. 
Another, this one has a moniker of Jason Nation. He's working, you stupid idiots. Not on Twitter. Not calling into Fox News. Working. <laughs> Another moniker. Turn NC Blue 2022. Well, he's not calling into Fox and talking about how great Putin is. It's just so we've totally politicized this issue, as is to be expected. And another says, trying to fix the defeated former guy's mess. Right now seems like a good time to remind everyone that Trump's first impeachment was for withholding security assistance from Ukraine. Uh, I, it just uh, seems like we're just focused on the wrong thing. So I just say it again. Where the hell is the president? Now, you said he's supposed to come out of his hole, I guess, and Yeah, he's got a us. scheduled speech at, I believe it's one thirty Eastern, so it'd be 12.30 our time. But uh, if every other speech he's given since his presidency started is any indication, good luck with it starting anywhere near on time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Good point. Because last week, when we were awaiting the announcement of the sanctions, that was well over an hour from the appointed time, right? Which would be different if he were coming out to give an hour, hour and a half, two-hour speech or take questions or something. But when you're an hour late, yeah, you talk for ten minutes and then turn around and don't take any questions, what the hell are you doing for that hour? Well, I, exactly. And I would also, I think, add to that, this isn't... That's not something that happens just very infrequently. It happens frequently, this being late. More often than not. Seems like it. And it, it, it just, it, uh, it generates questions. And it just seems like we get more communication from the White House, from the White House press secretary, than we do the president. I understand the press secretary's job is to be the chief communicator for the White House and the administration. I get that. But there are some situations, I think, that rise to a level where you want to hear from the person in charge. And then the question, of course, is, who is that exactly? So hopefully we'll get something of substance. But in the meantime, of course, this invasion not an in casual incursion or whatever he called it it's it's a bona fide invasion with like bombs and rockets and stuff right going off yeah and the latest reporting has russian forces trying to gain control of chernobyl really yeah chernobyl huh can't quite figure that one out i can't either well Anyhow, the market. Because, from my understanding, it's pretty much a museum at this point. How would imagine a functioning nuclear facility? Yeah, it's been shut down. Right. Sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And they just spent a boatload of money to build the sarcophagus over it to keep it from the elements. Right. Uh, the markets, of course, are reacting quite negatively. Huge sell-off. Although the Dow, the Nasdaq, the S and P off session lows at this point. And the futures overnight immediately tanked globally. 
Uh, the ruble, the Russian currency, has lost enormous amount of value. Uh, so has uh, the Russian stock market. And there's this question as to what should be the proper response from this country. Well, given that oil, now both West Texas crude and Brent crude soared above $100, it, it's hovering around $100 right now, I believe, which means your price at the pump's going up. Does it not seem like one of the most expeditious and effective moves this president could make would be to reverse all of the anti-fossil fuels executive orders that went into effect day one when he took office, such as the XL pipeline, put people back to work and uh, get the flow going. That's an example. Uh, leases. That's working under the, under the assumption, though, that they actually understand what they're doing, and I don't think they do. I totally agree. It's um, it's all about, uh, I think, kneeling to, placating to the woke climate change. And there are people that are absolutely celebrating in a perverse way that we cannot, we will not consume as much because we can't afford it. And you've got possible disruptions into Europe, which is uh, primarily relies on Russia for its energy. And we're just making Russia richer and to a great extent. Uh, it's amazing that in a short period of time we went from energy independence to dependence. Some 900 million barrels, I think, that we import from Russia, which is scary when you think about it. And oil is a global commodity, which is why it made so much sense for us to achieve some degree of independence. The other big thing from an economic perspective is Russia is a key source of palladium, I think the world's largest. And palladium is a key material input in the manufacture of semiconductors, already constrained, already in short supply. So, And, and there's some other commodities as well that are exported in, from Russia and imported across the world. This disruption will drive up prices for a lot of different products. Uh, I saw an economist economist this morning predicting 11% annualized inflation coming up later this year. But I've heard nothing from this administration to counter that, to address that. I do think maybe that the Fed is going to back down on the possibility of a 50 basis point rate increase in March. In fact, I think Goldman Sachs, in a week, reduced the probability or changed the probability from 80% they would to now 16%. It is time for a break here on Middays. We thank you so much uh, for joining us. When we return, we've got Joel Anon Samey and uh, Natasha Serdach. They are with America's Roundtable Radio Program. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Have you worked at the same company for multiple years? Always on time, doing what's expected. You were told when you were hired, there was a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened. Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply, email hr at acebolt.net. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly cheesesteak sandwich or wrap, melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Sleeping on an adjustable mattress set has tremendous health benefits. Find relief from lower back pain, poor circulation, asthma, or arthritis pain. An adjustable base can transform your sleep and your life. Still need another reason to try one? Right now, save up to $400 on a Sealy adjustable mattress set at Miskelly Sleep Store. And with 60 months financing, payments are easy and no cash is required. Try one at Miskelly Sleep Store, where you'll always find a better night's sleep. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. By foreigner bumping us into this segment here on Middays, I'd say it's urgent that the president show up and give us a clue what he's thinking about here because he's just a no-show, which has become very typical. Joining us now on the program, Joel and Natasha, host and co-host 
of America's Roundtable Radio Program and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. Joel, Natasha, good morning, friends. Good to see you. What an eventful 24 hours we have had. What's your take? Indeed, a Indeed, a good morning to you, Gerard. Thank you so much for having us on Super Talk Mississippi. You bet. Thank you. Well, thank you for hosting us this morning. I mean, it's it's bad news, actually. Russia uh, invaded Ukraine, basically, from the north, south, and east. And there's uh, attacks going via land, air, and sea. And it's not just anymore eastern Ukraine. Actually, they took over just... Uh, an hour ago or so, they took over the Kiev's airport, so major airport, and they're so close to Kiev, they're 20 kilometers from Kiev, which means the seat of the government, which means Ukraine itself. It's not anymore just eastern Ukraine. It's, yeah. it's the country, sovereign country in Europe today. I mean, this is like the largest post-World War II war at this stage. Yeah, it, it's very disturbing. And, and uh, so i got to ask you guys, Am I being unfair to to just question where our president is? It just seems to me like that within a few minutes after this thing was launched, after the invasion took place, and the, and the administration yesterday re-termed it to be an invasion. Shouldn't we have seen and heard something? I mean, it's going to be more than 12 hours later before we get anything from our president. Indeed, this was all unavoidable. I mean, it it was avoidable, meaning we as a nation could have taken steps much earlier in ensuring that there was greater security for Ukraine and for our NATO allies. However, this goes back all the way to January 20, 2021, when Biden then basically stopped the Keystone XL uh, project. Uh, making actually Putin stronger from an energy leverage point of view than the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, which communicated to the world that America is weak. After 20 years, we left our NATO allies just hanging out there and basically fleeing Afghanistan in that context, as well as the fact that our U.S. southern border is not protected. In fact, Putin... And our adversaries around the world are taking note of that. If we have Russians and two Yemeni uh, terrorists that were on the terror watch list actually captured at the U.S. southern border, what does it say about American leadership? Yeah. So our adversaries are noticing that. And just a few moments moments ago, China actually came in support of Russia by saying, folks, we're standing with Russia, no sanctions for Russia. In fact, this is all being blamed upon the West and NATO and America. So a weak Hmm. U.S. leadership has certainly fueled this process. Hmm. Yeah, interesting point, and and I I totally agree, though the administration uh, really uh, just shies away from any notion that the debacle that occurred in Afghanistan and and other domestic policy with respect to our border energy policy, which is completely rooted in in climate change, uh, has has any or was any factor in what we're witnessing with Russia and Ukraine. I, I just don't believe that. I think Putin is a is a very savvy leader that uh, it understands what's going on, taking stock of that, and he's acting. Accordingly, he's pushing the envelope as far as he can, clearly, 
And we should not be surprised that he did this. He he made it clear, he's made clear for some time that he wants to reconstitute the old USSR. I think he's been pretty clear about that, is he not? Right. I mean, we gave him a, a green light, basically. Uh, if you look at the analogy of the Balkan conflict, uh, the, the, the pretext was the same. It was a uh, uh, you know, Serbia, at that time, Serbia's ethnic minorities in Croatia that are under attack, which wasn't the truth. I mean, they created an ethnic, a perception of ethnic conflict, of ethnic tensions in order to attack. So at that time, uh, State Secretary Baker said, we don't have a dog in that war. So the year after Serbia was all over at that time, or Yugoslavia, as they called themselves. So we see the same situation this today. So Russia is protecting right. Russia's minority in Ukraine, which is not really under any kind of attack. So they created ethnic tensions in order to provide a pretext for an attack. And in less than 24 hours spokespersons uh, from the White House, Saki, said, we are not going to send U.S. forces to help Ukraine. I beg your pardon. I mean, we're saying we don't have a dog in that yeah. fight again. Yeah. And the, the problem is that also, if you just, I wanted also to remind our, our listeners and your listeners, Gerard, that if they want to go to check uh, one very interesting YouTube video, and that is when uh, Obama is saying to uh, President Medved at that time, uh, which was caught on tape, he was whispering to him, he didn't yes. know that was him on the microphone, when he said, say to Putin, these are my last elections. Yes. Tell yes. him that I'm being more flexible after that. I mean, you know, a American president is actually is more loyal to Russian president <laughs> than to American people. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah, it is crazy. And, and of course, the concern I have is that is that after he is able to occupy or, or at least feels confident in his ability to occupy uh, Ukraine, that he just keeps pushing forward uh, forward. And the next thing we know, he's in Poland, and, and that's extremely disturbing. And, and this is gonna, uh, this is gonna cause NATO to really have to figure out what they want to do. I mean, we'll put them in, in quite the conundrum uh, uh, to, I think, come up with a response and unify around a response. It's going to be extremely difficult if it's just Ukraine. I guess you could maybe make the argument that. It's really not uh, something that we should be involved in, but it's the it's the fear of going further, which just kind of opens up that door for that. It seems, and this guy's emboldened, and he seems to me to be crazy. Honestly, Putin, uh, it's just unstable at a minimum. Yeah, in fact, uh, as we look at NATO forces that have gone over to the Baltics, we were just in a conversation with the former intelligence head of Estonia yesterday, who was the uh, Secretary General of the Foreign Ministries of uh, Estonia, and he communicated, too, that the sanctions from the European side and the West has been very weak. Yeah. So rather than pushing all these troops up front, we could have addressed this issue months ago, years ago, with stronger sanctions. Yeah. And, in fact, the European Union today is actually you know, countries like Italy, Germany, Cyprus, and Hungary are pushing for lesser EU sanctions on Russia. And they're not going to do anything with the SWIFT issue either. 
And uh, if we are supposed to really address uh, the problems at hand, they should target Putin's oligarchs, those that are his closest allies, and basically the United Kingdom, the city of London, which is separate from London itself, the capital, should take greater notice. And also, uh, unfortunately, we have enabled uh, kleptocracy in Eastern Europe and primarily in Moscow. And the enablers have blood on their hands. Yeah, and of course the SWIFT system, uh, based in in Belgium, and it is the uh, the interbank financial system, if you will. And it's being reported that the EU won't get on board with imposing sanctions on Russia in terms of of uh, prohibiting them from participating in the SWIFT systems because Russia owes them so much money. They've gotten in debt to them right. uh, uh, so much to, as Russia to the EU that they wouldn't have a way to pay their principal and interest on the debt they owe to these European nations. So that was poor policy on their part, honestly, to trust those guys and uh, and accept right. the, their uh, their investment. So I don't know, and to, to loan those guys money and just think you're going to get paid back without any strings attached or without any interruption in that while you've watched the ruble plummet in value and the Russian stock market, uh, their markets as well, and, and really a very weak economy when you consider the size of that nation, geographically and in terms of people and the resources they have, is no bigger than the economy of the state of Texas, which is incredible, which I think is a function of, of very poor, centralized, near-communistic still policy, I think, in place, and lots of cronyism and corruption. Right. So we got a break. And you guys can hang around. That's probably Putin. Yeah. You can hang yeah, around. All that's right. right. Yes, we'll come we back and, and yes, uh, you, thank you so much. Yeah. We'll come back and get you guys to respond. Thanks so much for joining us, Natasha and uh, Joel, on middays. We'll be right back. Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. 
Attorney Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell & Cordell. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Did your current cleaning provider show up last night? With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janney King, the king of clean. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanneyKingCleans.com. That's JanneyKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janney King, the king of clean. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy. We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. On Wednesday, the Mississippi State Senate passed its version of a tax relief bill. SB 3164 would reduce the state income tax in comparison to the House's plan to fully eliminate the income tax. Senator Chad McMahon said that he believes the House's plan would be detrimental to the state. The House plan has a lot of, you have to make a lot of assumptions in there, and the the House plan is over 10 years, and I want to do something that's immediate for Mississippians. If we were to adopt that plan in three years, this state would be in severe deficits. Grover Norquist from Americans for Tax Reform seems to disagree with McMahon as he believes the House's plan is the way to go. And Mississippi has a real opportunity here because you're you're halfway there. You got a governor, you got a House, all set. Senate follows along and does something. I mean, they, they may have some interesting thoughts to add to it. That's not impossible. But they got to bring something that says, how do we get to zero in the next 10 years? Work on that. To read more about the differences between the two bills, go to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. 
go with the home team. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back. Super Talk Mississippi Middays. We've got Natasha and Joel on the line. They are host and co-host of America's Roundtable Radio Program and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. So we were just talking about the uh, the instability of Vladimir Putin and I think really testing our, our president having seen his war on fossil fuels his uh, the, the debacle and the ordeal with Afghanistan, which I think most, if not all, would agree was extremely poorly handled, and, and just a person who projects weakness. And I think Putin feels like when you got someone like that at the helm, it emboldens him to some extent. Your thoughts? Right. Uh, actually, as you say, there's a peace to strength policy which uh, Reagan introduced and Trump followed with it, it as well. Yep. So strong U.S. in the world on, on economic, military, security front. So that was a peace through strength. We went to war through weakness, yeah. as you mentioned. And and actually, it's us. When you look at the history, it was always America that came into rescue in Europe during World War II, during the Balkan conflict, actually, U.S. got involved in 1995, starting to bomb. So actually, if America got involved in 1991, perhaps we would have avoided 200,000 people being dead yeah. because Europe was never unanimous. So at that time, you know, Europe was very like a huge inertia. Today we have similar situations. So, uh, you know, it's not that we need to get involved militarily, but just the threat of military action without saying we don't have a dog in that fight, meaning we should have been saying we're going to get involved if they cross, if Russia crosses the border, we're going to get involved with all a fuller, you know, military force. At the other side, we don't have a, you know, I mean, the Europe that is uh, unanimous. Austria, um, Italy, and Hungary are lobbying for limited sanctions on, on, on Russia. Switzerland doesn't want to in, in, in introduce any sanctions. Yeah. And Switzerland is known for having also a massive uh, amount of uh, illicit enrichment or ill-gotten gains that ca- is ca- are coming from Russia. Mm-hmm. And also Gazprom's company is also registered in Russia. The uh, Gazprom is owner of the Nord Stream Pipeline 2, which is actually providing 50% of natural gas imports to, to Germany, which was halted in the meantime. But so we have different players. So if, if Europe is not going to do anything, and we're saying we're not sending our military troops, 
war already happened. So what's next? You know, deterrence, it was too little too late. And this shouldn't have have happened. So now we have to actually look at every, I mean, Europeans are waking up, I believe, and they see, I mean, they, they, this is, this is it. So yeah. now actually the sanctions that have to be imposed are all, I mean, all possible things that they can do. Freeze all accounts. They have, should have done it earlier. Uh, block, uh, block financial transaction payments, block, uh, uh, you know, any exports coming out. But obviously whoever po- imposes sanctions is going to be hurt. So it's not, it's the two way road. And we know that. So, yeah. but sooner we start doing it, less damage we will cause. Natasha, I know you uh, you come from the region. Have you been in communication with uh, any contacts in the area, Ukraine or uh, around the area, that uh, have informed you uh, on the ground what's going on? Right. Actually, I'm I'm following the news from Eastern Europe, yeah. basically in local languages. So I, I see instantly what's going on. And they just also mentioned that the Russians are in Chernobyl now. Uh, you know, they don't know what that exactly means at this stage, but obviously there's a risk of, uh, of using nuclear waste in that area. Mm. And also we, we're receiving messages from, from Ukraine. And actually they're saying, uh, first thing to do is, you know, declare no, fl- no, uh, no fly zone as yeah. it was done earlier in the past. We did that. So no fly zone would allow actually would disable any kind of uh, attack from Russia via drones, via via airline, air, air, I mean rockets and missiles, and also no no helicopters or or air, I mean planes going flying uh, above Ukraine. So they said also close any exports, financial transactions, freeze all the assets, do anything that's possible from the West. I mean they're actually calling on 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 all of us to to help out in the situation because they there's no other way yeah and and vladimir putin himself personally is a is a man of enormous wealth it seems like we should uh, uh figure out how we can uh, perhaps block him and, and cut off his use of that wealth somehow to, to affect him personally yes indeed gerard in fact we know all the key oligarchs the top five the yeah. top 10 the top 50 that are surrounding putin and in fact the city of london could make a decision right now but they are certainly not moving uh to take those actions and if they are doing so it's not with a principled resolve and so uh, from the European side, we know that Bank Austria, uh, uh, the uh, one of the banks, Raiffeisen Bank, uh, has significant accounts based out of Moscow, huh. and with uh, you know it looks at it as it as a lucrative marketplace for them. Sure. So these banks continue to work in Russia, and if we wanted to do so, we should have done that months ago. Not yeah, now. Exactly. We should have sent a signal to Vladimir Putin six, seven, eight months ago when we knew that they were ramping things up. We gave Putin quite a bit of time, considerable time. And at this stage here, as Natasha Sordorch mentioned, it's too little, too late because the tanks are rolling in. And actually, in reality, what leverage does the European Union have? Not much. Forty yeah. percent of the EU gas supply comes from Russia. Germany depends on 50% of its natural gas from Russia. And I'd like to read this quote from Annegret Kramp 
Karen Bauer, the Christian Democratic Union's leader who succeeded Merkel, she said, I quote, I'm so angry at ourselves for our historical failure. After Georgia, Crimea, and Donbass, we have not prepared anything that would have really deterred Putin, unquote. And from the FT, Simon Cooper writes, and I quote, I hope we'll crack down on lawyers, public relation firms, private schools, estate agents, and political parties, not only in London, who live off the Putinist elite's plunder, unquote. Mm. And I would like to add think tanks even in Washington, D.C. Mm. It, it just seems like when, when you when you discuss that, I wasn't aware that I appreciate that, Joel, that you've got banks in Austria, an, an, a U.S. ally, that are hosting accounts of, of big oligarchs in Moscow, that it that our president, our country, would have taken a lead and perhaps worked with uh, Austria and or done the research. They have the intelligence to figure out where these guys have their money. Let's go hit them in the pocketbook yeah. personally and, uh, and, and sort of encouraged, at least, if not demand, that they take action to freeze their accounts. Right. I mean, Russian uh, Austrian banks were the first banks that enter Eastern Europe, including Russia. Okay. They established themselves, and they are they are actually major power. And uh, so, Austrian banks in Russia and Eastern Europe. And at the, one point of time, even WikiLeaks published. Actually, those were those are those. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, communication between embassies. It was known that Raiffeisen Bank, which is now actually in big trouble because of having so much exposure to Russia, they were actually selling. Uh, you know, being an uh, intermediary, financial intermediary in selling arms via Russia to North Korea. So mm. you can find these mm. things. I mean, yeah. so basi- basically, intelligence, uh, you know, individuals in the establishment know about these things, that, that uh, Austria is a problem with banking sector in Eastern Europe that is laundering money via okay. Austria and Liechtenstein. We have some of that money pouring into Washington, D.C. as well. And that's a problem. We're coming back to the swamp. Which has to deal with these things in a principal way. Not it's me, it's you, it's left, it's right, it's you know whose fault is it? But we have to do it in principal way. Yeah. And also, let me also bring another thing historic that in there was Budapest Agreement in 1995, where they actually Ukraine uh, accepted to get nuclear weapons out of Ukraine in a in a triangle agreement, trilateral agreement between America, Russia, and Ukraine, because they said we are going to protect you. So we're never going to attack Ukraine. So Ukraine accepted and said, okay, we are going to give away Hmm. all our nuclear weapons that are in the country because America will protect us, Russia will protect us, we're going to be, you know, a country living in peace in the future. That was Boris Yeltsin at that time, Clinton, and and the local leader. But that's that's what brings it up today, because trust how do we trust? We can't trust Putin. Right. We can't trust authoritarians in this world. We can't commit to something knowing that they are not going to te- to, to to actually honor their word. Right. And uh, we don't know who's going to be the inheriting that power. Exactly. That's uh, well said, Natasha. Really appreciate your insight and analysis. And Joel, Natasha, we're out of time, but we thank you as always for for joining us here on Middays. Very informative. Appreciate your perspective, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Thank, thank you, so you much, Gerard. Gerard. You bet. For having us. Middays. We'll be right back after this break. Everyone, stay with us.
You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business. Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton, was down 116 to 120.14. July Cotton was down 130 to 117.11. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May Soybeans, were up 8 and a quarter to 16.79 and a quarter per bushel. July Soybeans were up 4 and 3 quarters to 1664 and 3 quarters per bushel. May Corn was up 29 cents to 7.10 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up 23 and a half to 6.98 per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 192 to 142.82. June live cattle was down 147 to 139.65. April feeders down 455 to 163.72. May feeders down 402 to 169.65. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 689 points, 32,442. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi, a little Chicago there. 25 or 6 to 4. Fantastic tune there. A rhino, appreciate you bumping us into this segment with that. Joel and Natasha are always so good to have on because they they have that insight that we don't have here. I mean, on-the-ground insight. I can't read Eastern European newspapers. I don't know about you guys, but I freely admit I can't do that. I can't read the newspapers, but uh, social media and the Internet does have some pretty amazing translation capabilities. That is true. I totally agree. And they're, from what I understand, they're currently working on the ability to not only translate for subtitles instantaneously okay. with the voice to voice recognition and all the computing that it would take to do that. Yep. Apparently, they're working on the ability to, in real time, use voice recognition recognize the language, translate it, and use an artificial voice, like a Siri voice, to speak it in your language that you understand. Unbelievable. Uh, this is just uh, uh, just another example of uh, groundbreaking technology solving a problem. So when you, when you break down those communications barriers and you uh, allow or enable much more rapid dissemination of information that even the average person can essentially keep tabs with and uh, consume that which is emanating from nations that don't speak your native language. That's incredible. Uh, and so, and it kind of brings up a, a question or a comment, I should say, that Sam from Mount Hermon wrote in on the ceasefire text line, says, Good morning, Gerard. I don't like Biden, but remember, President Roosevelt did not address the nation until the next day. So Biden doing the same thing, it's okay by me as long as he gives a very strong message. And I I responded back to Sam, and and to some extent, Rhino, I think it kind of relates to what you're saying. I think the difference is here, uh, you know, 60, 80 years later, the tools that we have. And the rate at which information travels and is disseminated, it truly is night and day. And that is a function of all of the technology we have, all of the resources and the assets we have to rapidly, immediately consume, access, filter, scrub, all of it, and assemble that into some form of meaningful and informational response. I, I just think it's a different time period. I can't imagine what it was like in the 40s to try to collect information and intelligence because if you think about it, it would be somebody with binoculars <laughs> maybe flying around in an airplane taking really terrible photos if they could get close enough because you're at risk 
collecting that information, writing it down on a piece of paper often, or maybe TTYing it, which is very incredibly crude, and that just passing through multiple individuals till it got all the way to the desk of the president. Oh, yeah. Usually Telegram was the fastest way to get information at that point in time. But even that took some effort oh, yeah. and time, is what I'm saying, and you're limited kind of on what you can say in that respect. And you can't send photos right. at the time. High-res photos, real-time video, which is what we have now. So I, I'm simply – I hear you, Sam. I'm simply saying that I think the difference is the tools at the disposal of our government, and in this case our president, with an absolute army of people, if you think about it, to consume, access, filter, analyze, evaluate, and, and piece all that together into uh, some statement – I can't give him a pass on it. Now, it, Now, I agree with Sam that if he comes through and gives us something that we can, uh, with some girth to it, that we can sink our teeth in, which I hope we can, I'm not sure I believe that that is an alibi for what I think is being tardy in addressing this issue. But I, I agree with you. I hope we do get something more than just let me stand up for two minutes and then walk away from the podium. That's my concern. I'm not sure what's left in the in the toolbox, honestly. He keeps saying, he said also yesterday, I believe, uh, Saki said that Jen Saki, the White House press secretary, the chief propagandist for the Biden administration, said that they're, they're working on ways to uh, curb the pain of what they believe will be a, a precipitous rise in the price of fuel that Americans are bracing for, especially looking at the price of oil uh, teetering around $100, both uh, Brent Sea Crude and West Texas Crude as well, both around $100. And so that, that would be felt at the pump here pretty soon as if it ain't high enough already. I don't know what's in their toolbox there. There's talk about releasing up some from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves, which is about, what, two days' worth of supply. And then there's talk about temporarily pausing the federal fuel tax. Best thing you can do, and we'll say it again, open up the XL pipeline and quit the war on fossil fuels right now. We'll take a break for Super Talk News, Fox News. It's top of the hour. We'll be right back. We got Hunter Estes in at 12.05. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Lillian Wu. The White House's President Biden will speak on Russia's attack on Ukraine, delivering remarks this afternoon at 1230 Eastern. We are learning that Russian forces have crossed over the border from Belarus into the Chernobyl zone of northern Ukraine. The interior minister here says they are fighting these troops who are currently trying to make their way down to the capital of Kiev. Fox's Trey Yingston, the capital of Ukraine, whose president warns Russian forces are trying to seize Chernobyl nuclear plant, site of the world's worst nuclear disaster. It comes amid another battle that is taking place very close to this city. About 15 miles away, there is a military airfield that was reportedly taken over by Russian forces after it was surrounded by attack helicopters. At this hour, Ukrainian troops are trying to take it back. This is a Fox News alert. And 
Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Earlier this morning, Russian forces invaded Ukraine by land, sea, and air. While President Biden has thus far nixed the idea of sending troops to Ukraine, he has assured that the United States and its allies will respond in both a united and decisive way. Jared Halpern takes the story from there. President Biden is coordinating a response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine with G7 leaders representing the wealthiest democracies. Earlier, the president convened the National Security Council in the Situation Room. He is scheduled to make public comments early this afternoon, laying out consequences that ensure a strong, united response. In a statement overnight, President Biden called the Russian invasion unprovoked and unjustified, promising the world will hold Russia accountable. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. President Biden is scheduled to provide a further update at 1130 Central Standard Time. You can watch it live on our Facebook at Supertalk News. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. Over a dozen state corrections officers are now under investigation in the escape of Michael Pretty Boy Floyd Wilson. According to the Mississippi Department of Corrections, nobody's been fired yet, but multiple officers are on leave. After Wilson was captured on February 15th, Commissioner Brawl Kane said his department is working diligently to make sure something like this doesn't ever happen again. We're going to be ensure the public and so forth that we won't make those mistakes again because we have taken corrective action and we're shocked at sales and appalled that he got away without us having to lead time, which was a hindrance to the sheriff's department and so forth because had they known, they would have known he had the cuts from the razor wire. So uh, that prolonged it. Thank God they won't leave you to her. Wilson is serving life for the murders of two men in Biloxi and Gulfport. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell.
It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Dead Poets Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We're so glad you joined us. Don't forget, we're going to be a week from today. Paul Gallo and I will be at uh, Broadcasting Live for MEC Capital Day. This year from a brand new location. Normally we've been in the Coliseum. This year from the Trademark. What a beautiful facility it is as well. You'll hear from Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and many other state leaders. You can, uh, where do you register to MEC.MS? Uh, it got cut off on our live reads for today. Yeah, it's uh, MEC.MS. That's what I thought. Okay. That's where you do it. MEC.MS. So that'd be the Mississippi Economic Council, a uh, an organization that always does a good job with that event, by the way. So you can... Hear a lot, learn a lot in a short period of time. We're going to be down there for uh, both shows. So looking forward to that. That is a week from now. Don't forget, we got tickets to give away later on in the program today. That, again, for Hank Williams, Jr., coming to the Lander Center in South Haven. We'll handle that later on, Rhino Will. We appreciate you joining us. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's really... A concern, what we see going on on the world stage, again, watching the markets. And by the way, Boris Johnson over there across the pond, he is addressing the parliament right now. Basically, he's saying, well, we see Vladimir Putin for who he really is. Like there was any confusion? Uh, The president of the United States, Joe Biden, is scheduled to speak in about 20 minutes, and I think we're going to be carrying that live on our Facebook feed as well. I look forward to, uh, since we'll be on the air, we'll be able to consume what the president has to say, pass that on to you. 
Yeah, I was mistaken on the time earlier. It's not one thirty Eastern, twelve thirty Central. It's twelve thirty Eastern, eleven thirty Central. Yeah, appreciate that. Yep, exactly. So, but my point still stands. You you can schedule it and then wait for about an hour, and probably still won't be started. Certainly, that won't happen today. Am I being overly optimistic? Because it would uh, him being late would be consistent with what we have witnessed thus far, for sure. The, the price of, of oil, though, is a concern to, I think, all Americans. And because this is going to translate to the price at the pump as the price continues to uh, soar, as they say, around 100 bucks. Looking at it right now, 96. So it's not quite, it hasn't increased quite as much uh, presently as it did earlier in the day when it was 99. But I want to say Brent actually eclipsed 100 and West Texas was 99 and change. Now they're both 96, 97 dollars a barrel. Nonetheless, the highest I saw last night was 105. Oh, wow. Ticked up to 105. Yeah. Huh. So this is going to translate that down was about to the pump. Thirty minutes after the invasion started, so it makes sense. But yeah, but you know, it it does I think present an interesting question as we are less now than a week away from the State of the Union address. Is this situation in the Baltic region is that going to dominate the address? He's got to get, I think, more attention and elicit more remarks, you would think, than had this not happened, of course. So does it cause a pivot in the edit in what would have been the, the uh, State of the Union? Um, you, you th- what do you think? You thinking about that? I do believe it will be a major talking point in it, but I also think there's still an awful lot of time between now and then for sugar to turn to a different substance. Yeah, a lot, lot can happen. Like the uh, Chinese Navy running drills in Taiwanese waters and flying planes through Taiwanese airspace. It just feels like that our most ardent foes... And are- China has been hesitant to call it an invasion, even though they are telling their citizens in Ukraine to stay inside. Yeah. They, they've got to be picking up on the weakness of this president. Now, I know our friend Kevin from Baldwin disagrees, and the left doesn't seem to want to attach any culpability whatsoever to the sitting president. I don't think the American people buy it, though. Just like it or not, what happens good, what happens bad, typically gets attached to that person in the White House. That's just the way we are as Americans. And that plays out at the ballot box, plays out in the polls. And uh, that's clearly... And it goes both ways. That's absolutely true. I mean, we were attacked on 9-11 in 2001, and W's poll numbers soared. Yeah. We rallied around the person sitting in the White House. Yet COVID hits, and... Trump's approval numbers tanked. Yeah, he got blamed. Right. So it goes both ways. I totally agree. I think what the response that was more positive and favorable to George W. Bush was 
Americans felt the uh, the horror of being attacked on our soil. They saw the images. You couldn't help but that. And you felt like, you know, we got to rely on the leader of the nation to get us through this, to craft a response. And people rallied around that, both sides of the aisle. One of those rare occasions, as they say. There's kind of common, a common cause. This is different. And uh, the Afghanistan thing was different. That was highly politicized. And once again, images, right, human senses are the most powerful in terms of influencing sentiment. And in that case, who could forget that? We all saw it, what happened, and what really makes it more difficult for Biden is that just a week prior to that, he assured us none of that would happen. That doesn't, that doesn't bode well. And here we feel like that he's been asleep, literally, at the wheel on uh, not anticipating what Putin was going to do and uh, not taking some action, as Natasha said. I mean, the, the information they provided that I wasn't aware of, honestly, about, but it totally makes sense about Austrian banks having this connection to Moscow and the oligarchs and the elites therein, the inner circle, which are all corrupt and cronied up to hell and back. Why didn't we do something there? I, I don't know. It's uh, lots of questions. I mean, you, of course, the so-called post-mortem is easier, but you know what? These guys get paid to prevent this sort of stuff from happening. And even though you may say, and I respect that, we we shouldn't intervene, and hell, Putin has said anybody that does doesn't know what they got coming to them. I'm paraphrasing, but he issued a very stark warning. Yeah, he stopped just short of saying, if you get in the way, we will use nukes. Stopped just short of it. But he certainly implied it, did he not? Oh, yeah. And he also is boasting about the fact that they have the world's greatest supply of nukes, right, and nuclear capability. He, he doesn't uh, hesitate to let everybody know that. So... Here we go, uh, shoot them up nuclear. Obviously, no winners in that deal. Nothing but but uh, catastrophic losses. But in a period where we're just coming out of this pandemic, the economy is, is wrestling, grappling with getting back on track. Americans are sickened by constant price increases every time they go to the store or fill up their vehicles. Now you got this to add into the mix. You got geopolitical unrest, markets rattled, uh, more challenges from a supply chain perspective. Uh, now you got to worry about commodities such as palladium, and there are other commodities as well that are exported from Russia that are consumed by the global market. And now this factors into it. That just ain't good. So it's being reported, by the way, that. The Ukraine president, uh, Zelensky, and uh, Joe Biden had a phone call earlier today, so perhaps we'll get an update on that. As Supposedly of, they talked last night. Okay. Uh, I may have misread that. But they've, they've discussed since the invasion, the, the two presidents. But isn't there also a question as to where is the Ukraine president? 
his his physical whereabouts. I don't think anybody knows at this point. Well, I mean, it would be dangerous to publicly well, announce sure. that, but sure. he has publicly stated that he does not plan to leave Kiev, okay. the capital. Hmm. So he may still be holed up somewhere in a secure location. Interesting. We'll uh, look forward to hearing the president's remarks before the show's out today. Supposed to be on in 15 minutes, but until then, we got CCR bumping us out of this segment. We'll come back with more middays. We got Center for Public Policy coming up at 12:05. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbs. What? What? <laughs> is so awesome on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Thanks so much for joining us on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Super Talk studios, our Rhino and I, on this Friday Eve. So I, I caught this uh, interesting quote. This is uh, concerning the situation in Ukraine. Quote, I think it would be a bloodbath. I'd expect tens of thousands of people to be killed. That, a quote from Niall last night, a Niall Gardiner, former advisor to Margaret Thatcher and director of the Heritage Foundation's Thatcher Center for Freedom, discussing, of course, the prospect of uh, full-scale military invasion. That's pretty stark. Mike in Gulfport on the ceasefire text line says, I feel for Ukraine. However, they have had many years to prepare a defense, and I saw a line of cars like you couldn't imagine trying to leave this morning. I saw that as well, Mike. If they won't fight for themselves, I don't want my grands doing it for them. Also, Great Britain and Europe are rattling sabers just like our bully Biden. Boy, was he the pot calling the kettle black, saying Putin was a bully. Our, quote, voters are getting what they wanted. Yeah, and he, so far, Biden has made it clear, at least through Jen Psaki, that the, the United States will not engage militarily uh, in this conflict. So I don't expect that. And I, well, it's because that would be playing into Putin's hand. I think that's what he wants. Uh, now, if Ukraine were a NATO member, that would be a totally different ballgame. Which is uh, right. And, of course, his contention is he doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO. That's it. He says that's his main most deal, and if they would just, I guess, sign some sort of pact or whatever it would be, agree that they would not seek membership in NATO, he'd stand down. He's kind of intimated that. I don't know if that's the case. How? And he also declared that he's invading the Ukraine to denazify it. I heard that as well. What the heck? Kind of hard to understand when the president of Ukraine is a Jewish man. Exactly. What is he talking about? I, did, I heard that as well and just was a head-scratcher. Paul and Meridian says, Gree, no other reason why countries just can't work together for mutual prosperity. Putin could very easily work with Ukraine on oil and mineral resources where both could prosper without this violence. Yeah, I hear you, Paul. It's I, I think Putin is just, uh, as I responded to Paul, he's a deranged power tyrant, in my view. So... And we got him leading Russia, and we got a weak, feckless leader in this country. It's it's a rather toxic combination, it seems. But I, I think, honestly, Paul, you, you've got a situation where it's, it's hard to produce profit, value, wealth, legitimately. It's supposed to be. You could say it's easy when you just impose power, illegitimately, force. That's cronyism. That's corruption. That is tyranny, is what that is. So, and I think that's what we're witnessing. The dial down 750, It's it's been, as as we've been on the program, I've seen it go from 550 to 750 and trading in that range that's on the dial the uh the crude oil wow up four and change to 97 bucks and um, silver up one thing we've seen rhino is that 
the cryptocurrencies don't appear to be a safe haven. No, no. Whatsoever, if you've been watching that, folks, they are down dramatically today as well, really kind of um, lining up with what we're witnessing in the in the markets. So let's hope that we get to a bottom, get some resolution, and this thing comes back. Because even if you don't, even if you're not invested, it doesn't matter. This affects all of us. It. it uh, there are those who, of course, don't believe in this concept of trickle down economics, and that's really not even a uh, kind of a, an accepted formal economic principle. But it, let's just say, in a free market, it, economics is highly intertwined in economic activity it, it, across all sectors affects us all. And when you see investors tuck and tail and looking for more safe investments and they're pulling their money out of equities, then what happens is those companies, they start, they start hunkering down. They don't invest. They don't hire. They don't expand. They don't innovate. They, they go into defensive as opposed to offensive mode, and we're all affected by that negatively. It's faith, confidence, and certainty. And right now we got none. They definitely didn't have any of that for the Moscow Stock Exchange. Wow, what's it down? Well, they they stopped trading indefinitely because okay. it dropped forty five percent. Wow, 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 wow! Incredible. Every stock traded on the Moscow Stock Exchange lost almost half its value. God, dog, that's unbelievable. On the ceasefire text line, do y'all think uh, Biden canceling our pipeline helped start the Ukrainian-Russia war, Russia having gas dominance thanks to Biden? I think it's a, a factor. I do. I, I think that that uh, Putin knows that. He's, he's leveraging that. Uh, the fact that this country is anti-fossil fuels and no longer, at least from our leadership perspective, and no longer energy independent. Yeah, I think it's oil is a global commodity. It's traded on the world stage. And the world supply versus the world demand is is what dictates and determines the price of it. And the fact is it's embedded in virtually every as a cost input to virtually every product produced and service to a great extent. And so Speaking of services, there the, we need to be aware as a population, as a society, of what has become a buzzword, fake news. Russia has already been implementing misinformation on social media all night long hmm. because they can't afford a long, drawn-out fight over Ukraine. They want to get in, topple the government, Put in their own, get out. Yep. So they've been putting all kinds of fake videos, fake information, misinformation, so nonsense, all over social media to try to make it look like they're whipping tail to get the Ukrainian people to be disheartened, demoralized, and to give up and surrender. So just bear that in mind. If you see something on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and you feel the need to share it or retweet it or commit it to memory, take it with a grain of salt in these next few days, especially if it's from a source that you don't recognize. 
So I believe I saw that Twitter kind of overreacted and shut down several accounts that were doing exactly what you're talking about, sharing these what are really fake videos. Oh yeah, there's videos from there's there's clips from video games, there's clips from all other foreign battles and you got stuff from the mid nineties being put up as like it's brand new. And no, that that's from Bosnia. Right. I saw that on the news when I was a kid. Right. So Twitter shuts down some of these accounts. Uh, but oh, they they now have come out and said it was human error. They've now agreed or acknowledged that they overreacted, such that they're shutting down true, actual, legitimate footage and video of what's occurring in the country. So you're absolutely right, though. So how about Twitter? That's a little surprising there. But they did say it wasn't their bots, their AI systems that did it. It was humans in this case that did it, and they've come out. This morning, before we got on the air, said, yep, human error. And so I think they're being uh, more deliberate, more more cautious, more discerning in, in uh, what is real and what's not. I mean, one of the best examples of that is 30, 45 minutes after the invasion started last night, social media was going crazy about the Russian Navy entering the port of Odessa and shelling civilians and this kind of stuff. And Odessa, I think they've had a couple airstrikes, but it's... There's, there's people gathering to pray for Ukraine in Odessa. They're, it's not a war zone at this point. Right. There are, of course, concerns about uh, China's move. or Is this emboldening them with respect to Taiwan? That's a, that's a big problem as well. So you got to feel some degree of concern about the ability of this president to handle all this. Is that fair enough? Just just given his track record and, and given what always appears to me to be just weak and and uh, having difficulty dealing with multitasking, multi-threading, dealing with multiple, in this case, crises. I, I think Americans would have had more confidence if we hadn't just witnessed the debacle that was Afghanistan. I think that's right. It's a good point. That, that pretty much uh, laid it out right there. And to this day, he still... Stands his ground and and uh, opines that that was uh, really done as best as it possibly could be. That it's still the right move, and he'd do it all over again just that way. We're going to take a break here on middays. We got half an hour left before Hunter Estes with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy joins us at twelve oh five. Stay with us. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. 
What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center, Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else, like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections, and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. On Wednesday, the Mississippi State Senate passed its version of a tax relief bill. SB 3164 would reduce the state income tax in comparison to the House's plan to fully eliminate the income tax. Senator Chad McMahon said that he believes the House's plan would be detrimental to the state. The House plan has a lot of, you have to make a lot of assumptions in there, and the House plan is over 10 years, and I want to do something that's immediate for Mississippians. If we were to adopt that plan in three years, this state would be in severe deficits. Grover Norquist from Americans for Tax Reform seems to disagree with McMahon as he believes the House's plan is the way to go. And Mississippi has a real opportunity here because you're you're halfway there. You got a governor, you got a House, all set. Senate follows along and does something. I mean, they, they may have some interesting thoughts to add to it. That's not impossible. But they got to bring something that says, how do we get to zero in the next 10 years? Work on that. To read more about the differences between the two bills, go to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. The 2022 Mississippi Vaping Summit will be held virtually on February the 24th from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Health professionals will discuss e-cigarettes, the latest trends, the myths, vaping in schools, perspectives from parents and youth, and a legislative roundtable. The event is free and continuing education credits are available. Hosted by Enrich Mississippi and funded by the Mississippi State Department of Health, Office of Tobacco Control. For more information, visit enrichms.org slash summit. enrichms.org slash summit. That's enrichms.org slash summit. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. Has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. 
Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at one, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News, at supertalk.fm. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, back with you. Rhino was just sharing with me uh, off the air about the uh, rather precipitous drop in the value of equities over there in Russia on the exchange. What What's that figure? Yeah, the Moscow Stock Exchange suspended trading indefinitely after a 45% fall-off, which equates to about... $250 billion of lost value on the Moscow Stock Exchange. Man. And, oh, man, where's it going? Joe Biden's numerous strokes of the executive pen have started everything we are experiencing. Much more to come. That on the ceasefire text line. What y'all think Bush thinks about Biden? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really ever heard him offer an opinion. Have you? Not on Biden, not that I can remember. Yeah. Be honest, if you were Russia, this is Darren and Jackson, China or any other of our enemies, would you have a fear of Joe Biden in the U.S. right now? They see this as their opportunity before we vote them out of office. I do think there's some truth that the nation is projecting as weak somewhat, and I do think that's being exploited. Uh, Darren, that's... The way I see it. I think it's more weakness on the global stage from a technicality standpoint. What do you mean by technicality? Because our our hands are tied with Ukraine not being a NATO nation. We can't do anything militarily to fight back against the military advance of Russia. Because we don't have uh, an agreement to do so, which is uh, what we have with NATO, with respect to NATO. And this is what... Uh, this is why Putin is, I think he is, taking advantage of that. But he also knows there's the risk of economic sanctions. Doesn't seem to care. He doesn't care, honestly. I don't think he cares if his people uh, suffer. It $250 billion of equities is going to wreak havoc on the Russian economy and these other economic sanctions as well imposed. I don't think he cares. He cares about him and his little inner circle. I think he's indifferent to those hardships, that human suffering. To put that in perspective, the uh, the fall in value at the Moscow Stock Exchange after Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. Black Monday, October 28, 1929. Yeah. It led into the Great Depression. The Dow declined nearly 13%. Yeah. The following day, Black Tuesday... The market dropped another 12%. 
So in two days, it dropped 25%. In less than two hours, it seems, overnight, the Moscow Stock Exchange lost double that. Wow. And what was it in uh, the famous Black Monday in 1987? Big drop as well. I don't remember the amount, though. Uh, from a percentage perspective, that was that was considered a crash. Twenty two twenty two point six percent. Yeah. So, but yeah. So if you combine the crash that led to the Great Depression and the crash that ended the boom of the economy in the eighties, you you combine both of those crashes, you wind up with the crash they had in Moscow last night. Unbelievable. Chris, the mailman, says EMP is what Russia and China have been working on for years. You know, there's some, Chris, who believe they have that capability right now and uh, and could implement it and apply it on certain uh, utilities in this country, uh, electric utilities. Of course, EMP being an electromagnetic pulse, which would uh, cause all kind of problems for... Yeah, it was a side effect of of nuclear munitions that was discovered. And basically what it is, if you're unfamiliar, when when you set off a nuclear device, because there there hasn't, from what I understand, there hasn't been any publicly announced use or implementation of a pure EMP that would not also have a nuclear function. But when you detonate a nuclear device, Depending on the yield of the nuclear device, there's an area around the the epicenter of the explosion where electronics just get fried. Yeah, by the energy in the atmosphere of the explosion. Been a concern for a long time. Oh yeah, and uh, and you know it, it's just there have been some recent reports that suggest that uh, between that sort of attack, if you will, on the electrical grid and cyber attack on the systems, because they're all highly automated, computerized, and should those systems be be penetrated and compromised to the point where they they no longer would um, enable powering from an electronic um, information technology perspective of the production and delivery of electricity, that that too. And there are even some that are calling cybersecurity sort of the, the fifth realm, if you will, of warfare, land, air, sea, space, electronic technology uh, and I think that's valid I have been uh, calling attention to that I guess for 10 12 years you could just see that we have old weak systems especially in our government and it's been a conversation for longer than that yeah it has but little has been done right um, you know that the private sector's done a pretty good job but it's a cat and mouse game there are very smart people that uh, that are able to launch these attacks. And it's it truly is just a a one up sort of scenario, but there uh, that's really what got the market all nervous. By the way, was there were rumors that they were set to launch they being Russia set to launch cybersecurity attacks. I still wonder, is this country thinking about that? And and you know the other question is, those that believe we should never intervene, do they? That would they consider this to be intervention? In, intervene militarily? You, you know what I'm talking about? They're they're, I guess, isolationist to some extent. Well, that, I mean, there are many facets to cyber espionage. Just look at how we've dealt with North Korea. They have to go through certain 
hoops. They have to jump through hoops to, to get certain things they need for their military and their scientific research, and they can't buy it from the U.S., and they can't buy it from our allies. So they're they're pigeonholed into certain avenues to get that material. Well, we can jump in that line. Yep put some dirty code in their electronics, and then when they try to use the centrifuges or they try to build the rocket, it just blows up on them. Yeah. Or it, or it uh, delivers incorrect, inaccurate information as well, such that it just doesn't work, doesn't right. function. Yeah. Uh, that's just a whole new realm, honestly, that doesn't get a great deal of attention. It's something that you, you didn't have the capability, the technology, the know-how, any of that 20 years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's opened up a, a, a whole new domain. On the C Spire tax line, Dems have helped create this crisis so they can come in and look like they are saving the day right before the elections. You know, nothing surprises when it comes to politics. And it's it's just this, there's such a coveting of political power in a country where politicians aren't supposed to be that dang powerful. It really does surprise. How do we get to the, How do we confer so much power to these elected officials? It, it, it feels that we did. Otherwise, why are they in such hot pursuit of it all the time? It happened the same way the old creek bed filled up, a layer of silt <laughs> one year at a time. Yeah, they, I absolutely think you're right. Carol in Starkville says evil only cares about itself. Putin is no exception. Uh, Derek in uh, Greenwood says it was the pinch on Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that was the EMP. Yeah, I remember that. If they have EMP capabilities, surely they have technology that's causing the supposed Havana Syndrome, that Curtis and Biloxi. Plausible. Plausible. Absolutely. Okay, Brandon, use more of our Federal Reserves and weaken us more in case our military needs it on the ceasefire tax line. Federal Reserves talking about oil, you think? What we're talking about there? Possibly. Yeah. Which the Strategic Petroleum Reserves, I think the total amount stored there is uh, amounts to about two days' worth of supply. Not much. There's been talks, of course, of pausing the federal gas tax. I think that's 16 cents a gallon, an excise tax, to uh, soften the price at the pump. I I just think the I really do think the absolute best thing he could do for this country and for this situation is come out today and say, look, we are temporarily halting. I'd like to see him permanently, but I don't think he'll go that far. All of these goofy executive orders that were signed on day one, uh, really with the sole intention of completely eliminating the production and consumption of fossil fuels in this country. Just say, yep, XL Pipeline, let's go after it, guys. Let's let's get back on that. Leases, etc., all of the other ridiculous policy that is deleterious to the production, the exploration, the development, production, refining of oil, that's the best thing I think he could do. By the way, John Kerry... He's already come out and said he fears the Russia-Ukraine war will distract from climate change. I'm not kidding you. We'll talk about Did he say that right after he stepped off his private jet? (laughs) 
Uh, this is a true story. We'll talk about it and much more when we come back. Hunter Estes with the Center for Public Policy after the 12 o'clock break. Mississippi has more eyes in her name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA has released the Grains and Oil Seeds Outlook as the department opens its USDA Outlook form online today. The report offers the first look at how the USDA sees the 2022-23 crop marketing year playing out. The USDA sees record corn production and soybean production remaining relatively steady. Surprisingly, the USDA sees lower prices for the 2022-23 crops, even as crop insurance will offer higher protection levels. In its first forecast of the 2022-23 crops, USDA has pegged corn production in record yield, but projected lower prices for corn and soybeans despite the current high futures markets for both. Corn acreage for the 2022-23 crop is pegged at 92 million acres and soybean acreage at 88 million acres, according to the USDA's Office of Chief Economist. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours 
with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. So don't stop me now. Don't stop me because I'm having a good time. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Middays. We appreciate you being part of the show. And join the conversation on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Don't forget, a week from today, we'll be down at the Mississippi Trademark for Mississippi Economic Council's Capital Day. Should be a lot of fun down there. Looking forward to that. Back to some uh, state political matters. We're going to have all the state leaders, by the way, on the shows, the Gallo Show in middays. The governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, etc. Should be a good one. Uh, also, uh, on the ceasefire text line, Jeff Smith says, The United States has not done much yet in the scheme of things. Strong sanctions are something that's got to be done quickly. Um, I, you know, I agree with you there, Jeff. I, one of the problems, is, as uh, we talked about earlier, is if we imposed the prohibition on Russia's participation and access to the SWIFT international uh, banking system, Russia, excuse me, Europe has problems with that because Russia owes them a bunch of money and they couldn't make those payments. And so that's the conundrum we're in. That's just one of the, the many other issues that with that, but I agree in that something strong has to be done, and it's just all a matter of, of trying to calculate what would get this guy to stand down. Would that do it? I still think we got to go after him personally. Him and his, his inner circle of oligarchs and his family go after their assets through all the means we have available to us personally. Because yeah, I don't think he cares about the impact on the rest of the country. I really don't. I don't think he. I don't think he cares about the impact of his own citizens. He doesn't impress me as a person who cares about that. Looks like they just had a release from what is his name, Kremlin Press Secretary Dmitry Peskov. Moscow is willing to negotiate terms of surrender with Kiev. Okay. In exchange, Ukraine would be guaranteed neutral status on the promise that they would have no weapons in their territory. So just de-weaponize? Completely dismantle their defense? I'm not sure about that. Go, go ahead and surrender so we don't have to have this big expensive fight that away. You get rid of all your stuff, then we'll just come in next year when we don't have to pay for a big fight. I also, I almost forgot. What time is it? Uh, almost noon now. 
Where the hell's Joe Biden? When you, I'm right, I'm right. You called it. And in fact, I believe we just got a note from J.T. Mitchell, the news director here at Super Talk Mississippi News, saying, yeah, we're going to carry this on our phone. Fa- oh, no, they moved it back. I'm shocked. <laughs> That's pathetic. Pathetic. Does that not... You know the rest of the world knows he was scheduled to be on at 1130. And he doesn't make it. Does that not send weakness, project weakness? It does. Oh, gosh. Speaking of which, how about these these mainstream media sources that are absolutely eating crow in light of their comments about Mitt Romney during the 2012 presidential election cycle? This from the New York Times. This was after, of course, one of the debates between he and President Biden. His comments display either a shocking lack of knowledge about international affairs or just craven politics. Either way, they are reckless and unworthy of a major presidential contender. Now, regardless of what you think about Mitt Romney as a prospective president, I believe he had this right, and the media totally blew it. How about this one from Thomas Friedman, New York Times op-ed columnist? This from September 29th, 2012. Ellipse, quote, ellipse, dot, dot, dot. His foreign policy at the International House of Pancakes. Oh, you're funny, dude. You're wrong, though. You got to give Romney credit on this. You just do. What was the other famous one? The 1980s called and want their foreign policy back. Remember that one? So again, regardless of how you feel about the guy as a, as a Republican, as a senator, as a candidate for president, he was right here. Totally was. I would imagine it's a pretty bittersweet pill to swallow today. I would agree with you. Bittersweet. I think you're, you've analyzed that accurately. We have basically funded this Russian attack on Ukraine by shutting down our fossil fuel production. I heard a congressman from Alabama say we have paid Russia $600 billion in oil imports since Biden shut down U.S. production. That's Bradley and Knoxville County. That's, uh, that's correct. I've seen the same figure. And uh, without that money, by the way, they don't have a military. They can't operate, fund, uh, fund it, function as a country. We're just foolish. Foolish policy. We're going to take a break for the Super Talk News and Fox News, and then Hunter Estes, Senior Director, Policy and Communications, Mississippi Center for Public Policy. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Chris Foster. Today's Russian military attacks in Ukraine are just the start, a senior U.S. defense official says, and that Russian President Vladimir Putin's plan is to take down Ukraine's government and install his own. President Biden is coordinating a response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine with G7 leaders representing the wealthiest democracies. Earlier, the president convened the National Security Council in the Situation Room. In a statement overnight, President Biden called the Russian invasion unprovoked and unjustified, promising the world will hold Russia accountable. 
Fox's Jared Halpern. Putin warns in a televised address announcing military action in Ukraine. Whoever would try to stop us and further create threats to our country, to our people, should know that Russia's response will be immediate and lead you to such consequences that you have never faced in your history. We are ready for any outcome. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. 57 historically black colleges and universities, houses of worship, and faith-based academic institutions were targeted with bomb threats between January 4th and February 16th. As Fox's Jared Halpern reports, the FBI is still trying to figure out who's responsible. Those threats were made by phone, email, social media, and anonymous online posts. The Bureau says 31 field offices are actively working with other law enforcement agencies in investigating the cases as racially or ethnically motivated extremism and hate crimes. No explosive devices related to the threats were found, but the FBI says it takes all threats with the utmost seriousness and recognizes the fear and disruption caused. NBC reported earlier this month that the Bureau had identified six tech-savvy juveniles as persons of interest. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm or follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. President Joe Biden and the White House warned that gas prices are bound to go up because of Russia's invasion on Ukraine. Representative Alyssa Slotkin of Michigan used the metaphor of Russia being a gas station with an army. One senator called Russia basically a gas station with an army, right? That is what they have, is the ability to leverage their oil and gas to threaten people around the world. Already high gas prices could climb even higher as Russia is one of the world's largest exporters of both wheat and oil. War in Ukraine could also disrupt the supply chain throughout all of Europe. 
and fake $100 bills have been popping up in the 6,000-person town of Louisville, Mississippi. According to local police, over $7,000 in fake money has already been recovered, and at this point, only one arrest has been made. Louisville Police Chief Sean Holdiness is encouraging local businesses to continue to be on the lookout for bogus bills. For more Mississippi news, as well as to stay up to date with the situation in Ukraine, head on over to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this rather chilly Friday Eve. Is it going to warm up so we can put shorts on again? That's what I'm looking Supposedly. forward to. Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly. Well, we shall stay tuned and anxiously await that. But joining us now in the studio, Hunter Estes, Senior Director, Policy and Communications for the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. Thanks, uh, as always, for coming in, Hunter. Thanks for having me, Gerard. Happy so, to be here. Uh, yeah, same to you, sir. So it's been uh, a rather active legislative session here in Mississippi <laughs> in 2022. We, uh, it's hard to believe, but it, it seems like the medical marijuana debate uh, kind of took all the air out of the room, mm-hmm. as the saying goes, for so many months uh, since the Supreme Court uh, struck down the citizen-initiated ballot measure. Right. And uh, so that's just been uh, gaining steam and just got to be a really big, hotly contested issue. Mm-hmm. But, heck, it's law now, so we've moved on from that. That's exactly right. You know, that's very true. And I like the way you put it. You know, it uh, it kind of sucked all, all the air out of the room. And, and that seems to be the way a lot of things work in politics sometimes. So yeah. A couple of issues at a time. You know, the, the attention span's only so large. So everything gets one bit of attention, you know, and, and uh, it takes away from a lot of the other good stuff that's happening as well, unfortunately. 
actually. And so I agree. I like the way you put it, too. It's been an active legislative session. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely the case. And, and sometimes that's of concern. You know, you got to watch the pocketbook when the legislature is active. But uh, thankfully, this year, things have been pretty good so far. And yeah. so I, I've been pretty optimistic. Okay. Um, there's a range of good bills uh, moving through that we're watching uh, from the center. Uh, a, a couple good things. I uh, took a couple notes down today. Uh, we just saw even the last couple days there was some movement. Uh, uh, one bill worth highlighting, HB 1685, uh, coming from the Speaker's office, uh, gives income tax credits for donations to pregnancy resource centers. Mm, okay. And so, uh, you know, I think this is really the heart of the transition to the post-Roe v. Wade world. Yeah. Mississippi's trying to lead the charge on that. In essence, you know, recognizing, depending on what happens in this Dobbs case, uh, come June, we'll probably hear from the Supreme Court. Uh, but our legislators are trying to prepare in a really positive way uh, in trying to support these pregnancy resource centers that mo- mostly help uh, low-income women around the state uh, who are dealing with typically an unexpected pregnancy. For example, the Center for uh, uh, Pregnancy Choices, CPC, here in Jackson, which does wonderful work. Yeah. And, uh, and so things like that are happening, you know. And so while the air oftentimes gets sucked up by one issue. Um, there's cases like that where there are really positive steps being taken to uh, help advance an issue like like the pro-life cause. Uh, there are transparency issues, too. There's a couple bills in the Senate. Um, Senator Blackwell has one, SB 2081, that allows for the removal of state officers if they're not doing their job. Wow. Uh, SB 2087 from Senator Nicole Boyd uh, ensures that meetings are actually broadcast virtually. So that, just like this what right meeting? now. So, so uh, a public uh, uh, let, uh, meetings, municipal me- meetings of the government uh, in terms terms of certain that aren't right now uh, required to be uh, presented virtually. So this would apply across all levels of government? So there are certain restrictions. Uh, there, there are certain carve-outs uh, in terms of, of places where it might be too difficult to guarantee that every single meeting. Yeah. Um, I think some of those are on the city or municipal level, and, and those are understanding. But but mostly it's a broad-sweeping proposal okay. to ensure that the public has access uh, yeah. to which. And so there are a lot of small things like that that, again, kind of go under the radar uh, but are really tangible steps forward, uh, yeah. which are which are positive. You know, we talk so much too. It seems like uh, sometimes nothing's getting done, but uh, at the end of the day, it's good to see some of these small steps forward. You yeah. know, uh, which which help the state just just perform a little bit better. So let's clarify that the first uh, measure that you cited uh, would. Um, implement tax credits. That's right. That's right. Tax credit as opposed to a deduction. That's, so that's right. this is a dollar for dollar offset of one's tax liability mm-hmm. if they donate to these these qualified organizations that assist women uh, with these pregnancy choices and and uh, that that matter in their lives. Exactly right. right? And, and I think principally that just makes more sense yeah. from a, a, a at least from a free market approach. You know, offering tax credits uh, is always the more positive way instead of uh, direct expenditures. Uh, sure. You know, and so in that sense, it encourages uh, private investment. That's too. right. Yeah. And and you know, we already know Mississippi consistently ranks as the most generous state in the entire nation. Sure does. Which I think is really kind of incredible. I mean, on a per capita basis, you know, everyone's always talking about Mississippi's in 50th place, you know, whether it be our, our how much, you know, across the board. Yeah. But, but, you know, on the statistics that really matter, in my opinion, you know, quality of life, how happy people are, the generosity of people, uh, the religiosity of people, Mississippi's consistently first or second, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it is uh, kind of uh, an odd uh, sort of combination, if you think about it, right. where economic the poorest, but we're the most generous. Yeah, yeah. And I think that confuses a lot of people, especially in the big cities around America. You yeah. know, they think, oh, okay, well, Mississippi is, uh, you know, they're, they're not first on this, so so how can you be happy? How right. can you be... And, and I think it... it, it it takes living here. It takes knowing Mississippi and knowing the people and how full their hearts are and how generous they are to see how 
policies like this can have such an impact. Too. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're a place where nonprofit-driven efforts like pregnancy resource centers can have a real impact on people's everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it also shows that government doesn't have to be the one to constantly step in. You know, some some folks have the immediate reaction, typically on the left, that, oh, if there's an issue, we need government to kind of top-down jump in. But we know typically it's, it's those bottom-up grassroots approaches that deal with people's everyday lives on the closest level. That's the best way to have an interaction and ultimately have some level of success in a, in a policy change. Yeah. All right. So in, in terms of the effort uh, by the Center for Public Policy, what has been signed into law mm-hmm. this session and that's notable that you you consider victories and consistent with your, your policy advocacy positions, what's still waiting and what didn't make it? Yeah, definitely. So uh, a lot, most things are still moving right now. Uh, the, we're kind of at that midway point where the House and Senate are start to, starting to consider each other's pieces of legislation. Always fun. <laughs> it, it is always fun. It's always uh, a little anxiety-ridden, too, because you, know, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen in the, at this point in the process. Yep. Uh, one of the ones you know, we talked about at the very beginning that we're keeping a close eye on still, too, uh, uh, Senator McClendon has a great piece of legislation dealing with critical race theory. I know yeah. a lot of your listeners, a lot of the folks that follow us, are, are particularly concerned with, with this issue, you know, sure. the presence of critical race theory in the classroom. Uh, and so this bill's still moving. It's, it's uh, 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 on the House's side now, uh, hopefully to be taken up for consideration soon. Uh, it passed with a, with a wide margin on the Senate side. Uh, applaud the Senate for doing that. And so uh, we're hopeful about that. We want to see that uh, continue to move forward. Obviously, you know, we talked before, uh, the income tax issue, you know, yep. that's, that is the heart of a lot of the conversation right now. And, and I'll note, you know, uh, there are, there are uh, different proposals on the table. People are talking about it from different perspectives, but one really positive thing I think for the state here right now is the executive, you know, governor Reeves has been very strong on this issue. Uh, the, both chambers of the house and the Senate are now all on the same page in that Mississippians deserve some level of tax relief. Yep. They, they have all, and, and you know, there's, there are differences between the proposals, but all have said universally that Mississippians deserve some level of tax relief, yeah. which is is an incredibly positive first step in, in our opinion, you know, in, in that regard, hopefully leading to, to tangible outcomes that will actually benefit Mississippians. But again, especially with the state of the country on a national level, you know, inflation is skyrocketing and it's only going to continue, uh, especially you've been covering well, you know, what happened uh, today with, with Ukraine and that's going to impact gas prices. You know, I, I just filled up my car before, uh, before getting here. Uh, and so, you know, uh, folks, folks are, are seeing, um, tangible, uh, poor policymaking on the national level, and it's hitting them where it hurts. It's hitting them uh, in the amount of food that they're able to put on their, their, the table for their families, the amount of gas that they're able to get. Uh, and so any level of, of tax relief, is, is that, that has an immediate impact on people's everyday lives because that's the amount of money that they take home and the amount of, of, of tangible investment they can now put back into their family, which is all the more important when we have national proposals that are essentially running counter to ensuring that the average Mississippian gets as much of their money back into their own hands. Sure. And you make a good point, Hunter, about the fact that it, at least we seem to have uh, broad support uh, in government for some form of tax relief. There Certainly there there's not a consensus yet on the approach, the degree to which that relief should be uh, provided. Uh, but it's it's a little bothersome, I must say, that we even have to uh, sort of take note of that when we have an all-Republican <laughs> government, right? I mean, that should have been something that should just occur naturally as, as, as part of being part of the party. And uh, I, I'm like you. I'm happy that that it's out in the open. We're talking about it. We're moving towards that something. 
but we really shouldn't even have to say it. Right. And I think on the on the grassroots level, you know, these are this is one of the issues that folks are most concerned about. You know, sure. when I when I hear people talk, especially at the beginning of the session, I heard folks had major concerns regarding the medical marijuana issue. Folks had concerns about the ballot initiative process mm-hmm. and income tax. Mm-hmm. And those were consistently echoed. Okay, what what, what are folks going to do for me? And, and, you know, we've seen positive action taken on medical marijuana now. We've seen positive action taken on the ballot initiative. And so I think the next step is really tackling and hopefully diving into this, this income tax issue. Yeah, I, I agree. I have a described it here in the last week or so as rapidly evolving into um, such a contested and debated issue that it may reach the level of the medical marijuana debate oh, yeah. in the state of Mississippi. Because this is right. going to continue for sure. depending on what happens this session. I think it's going to continue. But we got a break. You hang around with us? Absolutely. we got Absolutely. Hunter Estes from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. We'll come back and uh, talk more about important policy being considered in the state of Mississippi. Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. 
Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag Zero Turn Mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. DC there bumping us into this segment on middays. Really gets Super you amped up to talk about legislation. That's the way to do it. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> awesome. How about this? Derek and Greenwood on the ceasefire text line. Uh, gas up 10 cents in four hours. Filled up right after 8 for 310. Now same station, $3.20. And uh, before we get back into some legislative and policy matters in Mississippi, Rhino, report to us what you just read us off the air about um, what's going on militarily. Yeah, as far as the invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces, uh, at least one platoon of Russian forces has surrendered to the Ukrainian Defense Force. Uh, the 74th Motorized Rifle Brigade surrendered near Chernihiv. Uh, the sergeant of the brigade said that they were not told they were going to kill Ukrainians. They were told they were going to gather information. So when they hit resistance, they surrendered. How about that? Hmm. That could that could turn the tide here of uh, of Putin's intentions if he's got a military that. Because I don't think, like I said, I don't I don't think he cares if people die or uh, suffer. Uh, catastrophic loss of life or or property. I don't think he cares. Just as long as he's at the top of the heap and he gets the spoils that a tyrant would in such a conflict, he's on board with it. Hunter Estes is our guest, senior policy, a senior director of policy and communications at the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. All right, so before we went to break, just talking about uh, what you guys consider to be legislative wins and what's still hanging out there and what you're disappointed in, shall we say, that didn't make it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'll jump into two more here. Yeah. We were talking before uh, about the kind of bills that haven't gotten as much attention, you know, the air sometimes gets sucked out of the room. Appreciate that. Two more really good ones that that we're tracking right now. Uh, HB 917 from Representative Jansen Owen is a bill that essentially uh, reduces the regulatory burdens that exist arbitrarily on home-based businesses. Right. You know, we saw over the course of pandemic, thousands in Mississippi alone, thousands of businesses started from people's homes. Yeah. You know, and, and it was amazing. I mean, I, I want to say uh, the numbers out of the Secretary of State's office showed that it was a record-breaking year regarding the number of businesses that, that were kicked off, hmm. which, you know, we should be doing everything we can from a, from a you know Mississippi state perspective to encourage that entrepreneurial drive and, and support those those kinds of opportunities and instead of 
uh, potentially hindering those folks uh, Absolutely. Uh, who are trying to innovate and provide for their families. And so that's a great bill, great piece of legislation. And another one on the transparency front, you know, we've talked before about the state of higher education and the difficulties that, that are faced there. Uh, Representative Donnie Bell, HB 464. Uh, this this is a, a really great piece of legislation. It's a college cost transparency. It essentially ensures that the colleges around the state uh, uh, have publicly available to potential students uh, uh, the actual costs that might be entailed by attending the university. And with that, too, you know, now students can factor in what are they actually looking at in terms of, okay, what am I going to be spending for this education, for this potential degree I want to get? And then with that, too, how what, what is my basis for returns? Yeah. You know, uh, if I want to become, if I want to get a degree in engineering, you know, there's probably a bit more of a, of a cost basis expenditure uh, that factors in uh, than, you know, if I'm getting a degree uh, in another subject field. And so encouraging Mississippi students, especially right now, where you know we have this national student debt crisis where so many students were essentially pushed into a college system uh, without really the fullness of understanding of transparent cost analysis uh, and so so bills like that for transparency uh, uh, levels of awareness on on the state level play a huge role in terms of just the average decision-making capabilities. Yeah. You know, folks, folks, the average Mississippian doesn't have access to the the massive, you know, research uh, capacities of, of you know, uh, the legislature when determining legislation. Uh, uh, you know, most folks are trying to operate off of, off of Google. And so the easier it can be made for folks to access information, especially when it comes to their future college education, uh, that makes that makes major life decisions that much easier for the average Mississippian, which yeah. is pretty special. Well, uh, these kinds of things uh, are don't really get a lot of attention, right? But uh, I do think they have a positive impact, yeah, uh, on the state when they get through, and and hopefully they get traction such that we keep sort of chipping away right. at this bad policy that uh, I think stands in the way of the market doing its thing and 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 producing the best outcomes for for Mississippians. Uh, so hopefully we'll we'll see more of that. Yeah, that's and, and, the and that's the difficulty, which you're exactly right. You know, there is so much standing piles of legislation and policy and regulations that have been racked up over 100 years of state government history. You yeah. know, and so essentially uh, the, the the difficulty that we face as coming from the free market perspective is chipping away at a, a mountain of, yeah. of regulatory burdens that exist and stifle the average Mississippian from fulfilling their participation in the American dream. So true. So totally true. I, I agree with you. So what do you think uh, we're set for with respect to this, this big income tax matter um, and the tax structure here in the state of Mississippi? What, what do you see? Well, it's a great question. You know, we have the, the kind of competing proposals now, taking it from different angles. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too sure what, what the next step is going to be. It, it seems like everyone is talking about it now, which is, which is good. And, and with that, too, I think everyone realizes that, that some level of tax relief is, is really important, you know, like we were talking about before the break. Uh, this is where, you know, people typically talk and often pay attention more to federal policy, federal politics. But at the end of the day, this is where, in terms of the rubber hitting the road, state policy affects 90 percent of people's life sure. vastly more than, than national policy and politics really do. And, and this is why these kind of localized debates have such an outsized impact. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, any approach we can take where ultimately what we need to realize is that reducing the income tax burden for the average Mississippian has a multiplying effect. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen some comparisons. There were a couple of news outlets that talked about Medicaid expansion as an alternative to growing the economy. And what we need to realize is philosophically, the better way to produce economic results 
is direct investment from a grassroots level by returning money to the individual that actually is giving it up. Mm-hmm. Artificially stimulating the economy is proven to consistently not uh, uh, have long-term results. We see that from the Stimulus Act in 2008. We see that from the 1930s in the Rooseveltian policies uh, during the Great Depression, which now uh, many economists have shown actually likely extended the depression because it it reduced the capacity for localized investment uh, from the individual level and created artificial levels of of uh, economic stimulation which didn't heed any long-term results yeah and so you know what we need to realize is we talk so much about mississippi economic development and workforce development and perhaps the single greatest thing that can be done uh is is simply returning money to the average individual mississippian and allowing them to choose for themselves how they're going to invest it in the economy sure because that has that natural level of of investment that isn't artificial from a top-down perspective and now allows the economy to grow in a way uh, which is ultimately expansive. You know, Governor Reeves put out this great article, I think it was a day or two now, that showcased that of some of the fastest growing cities in America, I think it was seven, eight of the nine of them are all in no income tax states. Yep. There's a trend here. It's, yep. it's pretty clear. You know, we look around the country at where the growth is. It's Florida. It's Tennessee. It's Texas. You know, uh, there's a reason that U-Haul companies are doing particularly well in New York <laughs> and California right now, you know, and, and, and we don't want to be on that, that end of the spectrum. We want to be on the, the Texas, Florida and, and Tennessee side. So it's a model to follow. Yeah, uh, I think that's absolutely right. And, and here in Mississippi being one of what three states. I think that lost population in the last uh, census, we got to do everything we can to differentiate. Right, right. And we actually would be falling behind the number of other states that are pursuing elimination of their income tax. I had Grover Norquist, uh, Americans for Tax Reform, on the program yesterday talking yeah. about that. And so it puts us in a less competitive position. We're already in a difficult competitive position. Absolutely. Um, so we, we need to. Uh, really uh, enhance mm. uh, the opportunities here and the environment to attract more, yeah. more, more business expan- expansion, more business investment. I think the governor's right in, in uh, his analysis with respect to that. But then we've got to promote it, Hunter. This is something right. I've, I've really talked about a lot on the program. If we get something done here, this is great. We all support that in terms of really transformational uh, change of the tax structure. We got to promote it. We got to sell it. It's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna sell itself. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that that's considered as part of the overall package. That mm-hmm. it's great to have a good solution, as we would say in my business. But if somebody's out there selling it, nobody knows about it. Exactly. And, exactly. and that, that's a risk we have that I hope we can take uh, into consideration. But. We seem to have we seem to be at odds between the two houses, as you well know, with the competing proposals. Certainly, we can get something done here. I think so. I'm really optimistic about it. And like you said, you know, I think whatever we do, uh, you know, there's only so much you can spread by word of mouth. That's right. Uh, but but Mississippi is a destination place. I, you know, my, my, my I moved here myself three years ago. My folks just uh, bought a place. They're moving to Mississippi. Awesome. We're going to con- continue trying to convince other people to come here too. And I think big, sweeping, broad proposal changes that expand the economy here, that's the way to do it. I, I totally agree. And I, I appreciate you uh, you guys and the work you do and keeping up with all this uh, this legislation because it's a boatload of it. It's yes, close sir. through there every year. <laughs> it's been a good discussion, Hunter. Uh, please give my regards to the rest of the team there at Center for Public Policy, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. Hunter Estes, Senior Director of Policy and Communications for the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. we got half an hour of talk left, and Rhino's going to give away some uh, concert tickets as well. Stay with Middays.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Attorney Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell & Cordell. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. 57 historically black colleges and universities, houses of worship, and faith-based academic institutions were targeted with bomb threats between January 4th and February 16th. As Fox's Jared Halpern reports, the FBI is still trying to figure out who's responsible. Those threats were made by phone, email, social media, and anonymous online posts. The Bureau says 31 field offices are actively working with other law enforcement agencies in investigating the cases as racially or ethnically motivated extremism and hate crimes. No explosive devices related to the threats were found, but the FBI says it takes all threats with the utmost seriousness and recognizes the fear and disruption caused. NBC reported earlier this month that the Bureau had identified six tech-savvy juveniles as persons of interest. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm or follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News. 
Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty Truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Midday Super Talk Mississippi on this Friday Eve. All right, uh, I got a big announcement to make. Big announcement. I should have warned you. Should have given you a heads up so we could play the obligatory. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, the announcement is hand soap has been replaced in the bathroom. <laughs> We haven't had any for like two weeks. You want to wash your hands with soap? Got to walk down the hall. (laughs) Oh, gosh. For a while there, we didn't have any paper towel, but we had soap. Now we got both. I appreciate, honestly. I I know it's it's crazy, and my guess is whoever's doing that, they probably have a hard time getting people to fill the ranks of the jobs, honestly, to do it. But a little levity, that's all. That's all it was. So, anyhow. Uh, well, I'm reading now, Rhino, that Chernobyl has been officially seized. Yeah, the uh, the official quote, I believe, was about 45 minutes ago, and they said that they, uh, the situation of the nuclear waste is unknown. Oh, man. Oh, man. And meanwhile, like we said uh, a couple of segments ago, John Kerry, I think you hit the nail on the head, steps off his private jet spewing tons of carbon into the atmosphere. Got a bigger individual carbon footprint than the vast majority of communities in the Magnolia State. Unbelievable. Yet has the uh, temerity to stand before the world 
and announced that he's concerned about the the uh, the focus and the lack thereof that may ensue on climate change as a result of the situation in Ukraine. Unbelievable. Is this guy tone deaf or what? Pretty much. It's pretty much been his M.O. the whole time. Yeah. I'm looking now at the White House, live, the podium, and no praise in it yet, but apparently he's going to come out any minute. So where do we stand? We're more than an hour late. We're at an hour 10, according to my calculations. I don't know. I'd have to say that's not acceptable, just in my view. Our friend Jeff Smith uh, text in, new COVID numbers, 541 cases, 30 deaths. Deaths are down. You know, there's all kinds of uh, reports here the last couple of days about the CDC concealing information. This is what drives people crazy when there is an agency that should be non-political, that should be accurate in its uh, divulging of information to Americans. And when this sort of stuff surfaces, you just lose faith and confidence, and their credibility is stained. It's a problem. Mike and Fannin, earlier talk on tax reform, y'all ever seen one of these? I have not. Is that real? You see that? A tax commission, Mississippi Tax Commission, sales tax token. It's like a little coin with a square hole in it, one in one. I don't know if that's a penny or a dollar or what that represents, or if it's some other unit of measurement. You ever seen that before? Uh, I mean, I've seen them at flea markets and stuff in the with the, the people that sell coins and bills and things like that. From what I understand, tokens like that were used for fractional pennies. Like, you, you couldn't get less than a penny, so you'd use oh. a token. Yeah, that's worthless today, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot that probably survived, so they've yeah. increased in rarity. Therefore, they've increased in value. Mm. On the ceasefire text line, what happened to Biden's speech? I thought Super Talk was going to carry it. We fully intended to, but... Uh, as we just reported, not sure if you heard us, but he, it's delayed. Uh, we're bumping up close to an hour and 15 minutes past the appointed time. John Kerry is just stupid, says someone on the ceasefire tax line. Shady Grove Properties says you need to buy hand soap for me and you won't run out. Panola Paper Company out of Batesville. We'll pass that on to the folks in charge of keeping up with the bathrooms and the soap and so forth. Man. Uh, let's see what else we got. David from Bruce says the president's eating ice cream. That's terrible. But it's unfortunately probably true. It takes 10 tax commission tokens for one penny, says. Yeah, apparently they went out of use by the end of the 1930s. So, yeah, if you've got one, it's probably pretty old. The 1930s? Yeah, 1933, uh, 11 states, including New York, Illinois, California, Michigan, adopted sales taxes, and it was the biggest increase in the issuance of sales tax tokens. But, uh, let's see, 12 states issued them, Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Utah, and Washington. 
Okay. And, uh, yeah, by the end of the 30s, they were eliminated in most states, with uh, Missouri being the last one to use it until the late 1940s. I wonder what the mechanics, how that worked, though. A, a merchant would purchase these to, uh, I, I guess that was the tax. They would collect it from the, the buyer, and they would buy these tokens uh, they were, according to Wikipedia, they were created as a means for consumers to avoid being overcharged by having to pay a full penny tax on purchases of five or ten cents. Oh, okay. <laughs> issued so, by private firms, municipalities, and 12 different state governments. They were generally issued in multiples of one mil, which is one-tenth of a cent. I got you. So the, I, I get it now. So the, the problem then is that the rate of sales tax was such that you could end up with a partial penny right. as the amount due in the transaction. Okay. So, you, okay, here's a half a penny for my purchase. Makes sense. Yet totally worthless and unnecessary today, of course. All right, so the president is uh, at the podium. He is speaking and I am watching the closed caption come across, and he's pretty much just, as you can imagine, blasting Russia for their actions at the Ukraine. And just reading the captions, uh, Rhino, it, 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 it sort of hints a little bit like the FDR speech after Pearl Harbor. When the United States was suddenly and deliberately attacked, I mean, it's iconic speech by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the wake of the horrific attack at Pearl Harbor. That's what it looks like, though. So he's really going through all the military exercise, what uh, sizes that have been conducted. They're not exercises, but the uh, military actions on Ukraine. Anyhow, that's all happening right now. Uh, we'll... Try to pass on as much as we can to you. It is live on Facebook at Supertalk Mississippi News. Great. If you'd like to see the full thing. The Dow, not really reacting a whole lot. Uh, You know all the investment community is tuned in to see what the president says, and I'll be anxious to see whether or not he's going to intensify the sanctions imposed on Russia. Hmm. Interesting. I have seen some scuttlebutt from, I think it was four different insiders that didn't give their names. So they're anonymous sources, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. apparently Biden, before his speech, was presented with a menu of options for a cyber response. A menu of options? Okay. Including? Wait, has he been listening to the show? It's what we suggested yesterday and today. Right? No no bloodshed, no military action, pretty inexpensive. Apparently there's a division between officials over whether or not it would be considered an escalation. I wonder the same thing. I agree. I guess the way I termed it was intervention. Is that an intervention? And would Putin consider it so? And is that something? Think about this. Does that require... Some sort of congressional declaration, a cyber attack. How about that? A declaration of war. It gets complicated, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. When you start to include the digital world in warfare, it's complicated. And any clear-thinking person has known for some time that this will challenge. Yeah, quote, 
Most of the potential cyber attacks under consideration are designed to disrupt but not destroy and therefore fall short of an act of war by the United States against Russia. Okay. Make, makes perfect sense to me and I think would be more effective than uh, anything else we could do, honestly. I really do. And I hope that that is the approach that is adopted. I think that would, Now, here's what you know is going to happen. They'll counter-launch cyber attacks at us. Oh, but don't worry, Joe said, these industries are off, they're off the table, right? Remember how silly that was? Don't attack our critical industries. These over here, they're not so critical. Have at it, Russia. Launch all your cyber attacks. This is That's another interesting contrast between a Biden and a Trump. I don't see Trump ever saying, these are okay, effectively, that was the message. But these are off limits. We'll take a break right here as the president is addressing the world about this situation. We'll come back when Rhino will give away tickets to see Hank Williams, Jr. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area. With a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi. Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace Hardware location this Saturday, February 26th from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito, Protec, and Spartan Go to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. 
Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subject you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. We're back on Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, final segment. Rhino's got some tickets for you. Oh, yeah. Country music legend Hank Williams Jr. is going to be live in South Haven on Friday, April 1st. Tickets for the show will go on sale at the Lander Center box office. That's where he's going to be. Or you can get them on Ticketmaster.com. But before you can even buy them, you got a chance to win a pair of tickets today. All you got to do is be the 25th person to text in to the C Spire text line. That's 601-879-4395. Be the 25th person to text in with the word Bo Cephas, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. and Chase Rice in South Haven at the Lander Center on April 1st. There you go. 25th texture. Bo Cephas is the key word, and you'll win a pair of tickets. All righty, then. All right, so my wife, by the way, texted me, and uh, she heard us talking, I think yesterday, about the price of lettuce. Remember that head of lettuce? She said a head of iceberg lettuce today, she just bought it at the local grocery store, a buck ninety-nine. Seems high, doesn't it? But we should not be surprised. Uh, okay, and the president's talking. By the way, I listened to his speech while we were on the break. I don't know that there's a lot groundbreaking there, other than he says that we will comply with our Article 5 commitment of the NATO uh, pact there. I'm not sure what the agreement's called, but the agreement amongst the NATO nations. Article 5, if I'm not mistaken, is boiled down to if you attack one, you attack all. That's right, yeah. Uh, I just wasn't sure what the name of the agreement, but that's what he said, that an attack on any NATO nation would 
prompt a military response, and he said the, the United States would defend every inch, I think I'm quoting that correctly, of NATO with its military might and power. Um, and then he also said that, that they've got more sanctions coming, and uh, he didn't obviously he didn't elaborate on those specifically, but he said they would have a, a negative impact on Russia's economy, uh, their ability to fund research and innovation, and uh, he, he actually talked about the uh, the technical, the technology economy in Russia and how these sanctions would cripple it. So they got something planned, and I still bet you're right. There's cyber. There's some cyber activity that's going to be spent up. And you made a great point on the break. This could happen, and we wouldn't even know about the source of it. And I mean, look at what allegedly, because it's never been proven, and we're never going to take credit for it. But look at what U.S. intelligence did to Iran and their nuclear program in the late 2000s. Yeah. What do they call it? The Stuxnet attack or whatever they called it. That's right. That was a virus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was just unleashed. And they really had no no systems, no technology uh, to thwart it, to repel it. And it, yeah, it wreaked havoc. But we should be ready because if we do that, I just believe they're poised and ready to release their brand, if you will, of, of cyber attacks as well. I think we have a winner, don't we? We do. Awesome. Just waiting to confirm. Very good. Awesome. Uh, so there's uh, Carolyn Starkville says she's praying for the United States for the world. I, I agree with you, Carol. It's This is not a good deal, and I'd like to see swift rev- resolution with as, as little collateral damage and certainly physical harm and property damage as possible. We were talking about the Ukrainian president and his whereabouts. I just saw pictures on Twitter hmm. that don't look photoshopped in any way of him in body armor on the front lines talking to his soldiers. Wow. Body armor on the front lines. How about that? But based on that report of the Ukrainian military uh, unit, essentially taken, I guess, into custody, if or whatever, or st- causing the, the Russian unit that was coming after them yeah, to the stand down. Yeah, the Motorized Rifle Brigade, the Russian 74th Motorized Rifle Brigade entered Ukraine on what they believed was a fact-finding mission to gather intelligence, and when they met armed resistance by the Ukrainians, they surrendered. I think that's very instructive. I really do. I can't believe that would be the only unit... It's not the only surrender I've seen. It's just the only one I've seen where it's a full platoon. Yeah. I just bet we'll see more similar reports. Is what? Yeah, the, uh, a full platoon is big. Uh, might we see a division? I don't know. So anyhow, the president continues to speak, and he's just basically saying this is a premeditated attack and that they're contemplating additional sanctions. He is taking questions. I'm a little surprised. We'll see how long those go on. We're out of time here on the program today, and we'll be all over this uh, throughout the rest of the day and be back with you tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll talk about it some more. Until then, keep your eyes open for all this, folks, and stay tuned. we got Steve Azar coming up next in a Mississippi Minute. We'll be back with you on Friday tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.